13, third down. Yeah, and uh, third quarter really kind of flipped it. Charlotte, 326 total yards now. Gardner-Webb with 314, uh, 225 through the air for Gardner-Webb, 153 through the air for the 49ers. And now the punt coming up here for Charlotte. This will be the fifth of the day. The first four have averaged nearly 42 yards. So Charlotte can't capitalize on the successful fake punt. And now the fluttering kick off the right side of the foot of the Charlotte punter for Arthur Hart. But they get a good roll, and it's down at the Gardner-Webb 16-yard line. Now, looking at the stats, you know, that we're talking about with the rushing yards, uh, Charlotte has 173, but uh, looking at Matt Johnson, the quarterback, he has 64 of those, one of those coming off the big long, the long run, the 49-yard run he had uh, when, he, when he broke through the line. So, you know, you kind of look at rushing stats, and you might be able to look at that more as a Gardner-Webb breakdown as you do, uh, you know, a, rush, a true rushing stat. So Gardner-Webb working right to left, meaning the Bulldogs will have the sights on the Lake Hollowfield end zone here, the north end zone. And the game tied at 17. Lucas from the gun gets a snap, fakes a handoff, looking to throw, flushed out of the pocket near left sideline, just shot puts the pass, end over end, out of bounds near sideline. And that's okay. He got out of the pocket, didn't give up the sack, and got rid of the football as best he could. And not, not a pretty play, but good not to give up those yards. Now, what Gardner-Webb has to worry about here is trying to flip the field. Try to get some yardage on this drive, kind of crawl before you walk, so to speak, because you don't want to give Charlotte too good a field position with the standout place kicker that the 49ers have. Beatty from the shotgun. Charlotte, three-down lineman. Snap, Beatty, pressured, throws on a deep out near sideline. Catch made in a first down out to the 31-yard line along the Gardner-Webb sideline. And that's that's Estes, the tight end, who makes another reception. As Dozer came over to lay that hit on him, he's coming up a little soft. Out of the game. Estes with his third reception of the game now for 42 yards. Beatty now 21 of 32 for about 237 yards. So Gardner-Webb gets a first down. They spot the ball officially at our 30-yard line, tied at 17, wide out to each side. Lucas gets a snap. Little inside give to Jawan Blunt on the delay. Tried to let the blocking develop up front. It never does, and he's tackled behind the line of scrimmage. The inside linebacker, Dustin Krauser, gets the tackle for loss. And Beatty was trying to make that read and give him a good delay on that, but nothing ever developed for Blunt to get any positive yardage out of that play. Good job by the 40, right side of the 49er defense. Yeah, it's a loss of one, second down, and 11. Tied at 17. Fourth quarter game clock in motion down to 13-39. Two wide receivers each side. Near side end jumps in a neutral zone, but does not draw contact. And we and it kind of goes back to those small mistakes we talked about, Fabian. That's that's a small mistake. It's an incomplete pass. Okay, you have incomplete passes, but with this game, as tight as this game is, these small mistakes must be minimized or absolutely.
question for why all the they all went down there. They know what it means. They know what he's going through, the number of receptions he's had, the yards he's had, and they've all gone down to cheer him on. Great job, guys. Good team. And the red shirt senior out of Phoenix City, Alabama, gets his first touchdown reception. The extra point here is blocked, but there were flags down at the snap, and perhaps an encroachment coming up here against Charlotte is Gardner Webb makes a stunt. Tank Norman, who was trying to return the extra point the opposite way to get the two. But I think Gardner Webb's going to get to try this one again, and we will. Encroachment to call against Charlotte. Oh, that was fortunate right there because you, you would want to get this extra point on the board to make it a full seven-point lead. So Gardner-Webb with the lead at 23-17. to 17. <laughs> but Again, it kind of just goes back to kicking woes with Gardner-Webb. I mean, it's, if it's not the kicking, then it's the snapping. If it's not the snapping, then it's, you know, does someone getting in on the block? But it just... I know they jumped off sides right there, but it's just another element to this kicking game that's just been troubling the Bulldogs. A huge point after to make it a seven-point separation. Paul Schumacher on. Snap, the placement, the end-over-end kick is up, and it is good. Nero roughing the kicker penalty on Greg Cunningham, the corner, as he made some contact with the kicker, but no argument from the Gardner-Webb sideline. And the Bulldogs a 24-17 lead with 13.08 left in regulation. And then for Swinton right there again, just going back to him, first touchdown reception as a Gardner-Webb Bulldog. And, and to have that to come right here, like you said, at homecoming, to what it means on that specific touchdown to go ahead, buy a touchdown in the fourth quarter, have all his teammates go over there and cheer him on. I mean, just a great victory for him today. Numbers on the scoring drive. Have they popped up yet there, Alex? They have not. Still waiting on them. Let me go ahead and say that we are having some evidently internet issues throughout the football center here today. I know our our broadcast, unfortunately, has dropped out quite a bit. And uh, it's an in-house, I think, internet. Areas have been okay. Others uh, have not. And I think, have the numbers come up yet or not? Not officially. Okay, but so if they've not, they've not. Okay. I'll tell you, it was five plays and 84 yards. Uh, there you go. Minute 33 taking off the clock. So a good job by Alex. Going to do some extra homework here. <laughs> oh, well. Well, hey, here we go with another kickoff opportunity. You know, we haven't had one of these in quite a while. You know, these two, uh, these, uh, off, uh, the kickoff team and the kickoff return team haven't had a chance to come out here and mouth at each other uh, in, in, in quite a while. And, and so we get that opportunity to see that opportunity again. Of course, my favorite thing on our kickoff is to watch Aaron Cook go down there and just blow somebody up. So we get to watch him again. Alex, Ben, I want your honest opinion. All right. What do you think about the Charlotte headgear? I like the flat black.
Fun fact. Uh, fun, uh, fun fact. I found out that doesn't cost any extra. We come close to hooking the kickoff out of bounds near sideline. Ooh, a little extracurricular activity after the play. Flag comes in because the kick went out of bounds. Some of the Gardner Webb fans here are thinking that they've gotten a late hit called against Charlotte, but the flag dropped to the turf is for the kickoff going out of bounds. Yeah, well, like I said, it's always exciting on the kickoff and kickoff return team. Uh, it, go ahead. If you do that on a day like today, that is the duck hook of all duck hooks <laughs> because if you look at the way the wind is blowing at the south end zone to our right that thing was hooked out of bounds into the wind yeah and actually the goal post at the uprights are actually swaying towards you know away from where that kick was headed yeah short middle or aziz down in six. The defense has to do a, a great job here of just settling. Run low and hard into the line, and he gets a yard or two out to the 41-yard line. Tyler Huff Jenkins and Tyler got some help from Dante Gordon, 35, the freshman from Buford, Georgia, at the Bandit. He's tackled shy of the first down out of the 44. It's going to bring up fourth down and a help. Punt. Plenty of time on the board down by one possession. But now Gardner-Webb has been tricked once by a fake punt. So maybe for them, just play safe. Play your defense on this punt opportunity. Let Hubbard fair catch the ball, but just play a safe defense. This is the sixth punt. Of the afternoon for Arthur Hunt, who punted a trio of times last week. Snap down around his ankles. He's under pressure, trying to tuck the ball away. Now he's looking to throw, and he's brought down by Jeffrey Pegues back at the Charlotte 27-yard line. with an opportunity here up by seven scrimmaging from the four by two touchdown scores right here 11 32 left in regulation bulldogs trying to drive to the north end zone here Beatty from the shotgun three wide receivers gets the snap hands it juan blunt little cutback play trying to bounce it wide near side left and the white shirts fan out and gobble him up but blunt picks up a yard out of all that miss miraculously the safety brandon dozier finally wrestled him to the turf after the outside linebacker holt made the initial hit and it's been hard for blunt last uh, few plays to find a to find some open holes some open gaps he's had more success running to the right though than he has to left and every time he, you know, he's getting caught in the backfield a lot more when he tries to go left. Second down and nine for the Bulldogs of the Charlotte 29-yard line. Gardner-Webb looking to expand a seven-point lead. Estes, a tight end near side left. Now motion to the far side right. Beatty gets a snap play action, looks to throw. Stutter step move, breaks the tackle behind the line of scrimmage. He's pressured, he goes down, he's sacked. 
So loss of yardage back out to the 33, loss of four, third down and 13. Uh, one of the Charlotte defenders slow to get up to his feet as well. That's the standout nose guard, Larry Ogunjobi. And that's, uh, I hate to see the young man go down like that, but to, to lose the nose guard again when against your running attack does is an advantage for Gardner-Webb in a situation like this. And Gardner-Webb being at third, third and 13 right now, again, we, with the issues you're having with the kicking game, I would still look at this as a two-down possession. If you can get a big chunk of this on this third down, then just go ahead and go for it on fourth down. And just don't rely on your kicker right here. Just go ahead and try to get the first down and use it as two downs. Again, the difference in this game, Gardner-Webb's previous possession, Deontay Swinton hauled in a 71-yard touchdown pass, the first of his career from Lucas Beatty. They blitzed, and we caught him in man coverage. And here we go. We have to get the ball inside the Charlotte 20-yard line. See what the Bulldogs have done on third downs today, 5 of 11. Two wide receivers right, one to the left. Lucas from the shotgun. Snap, blitz. Beatty steps up, fires a deep pass back of the end zone and a double coverage and incomplete. Willie Jackson, the fourth on a post pattern. Deontay Swinton also in the area as well. And I think he's just trying to make that a jump ball, give someone an opportunity. And the 49ers have someone else again down now in the back of the end zone. So they just lost their nose guard who went off the field. And now in the secondary, that's Greg Cunningham who last week had both a recovered fumble and an interception in that overtime loss to Charleston Southern. And I believe Ogunjobi is back in the game now at the nose tackle position. Uh, probably just got his, you know, maybe just a little bump or something had to come out since he stayed down on that one play. And do we have a timeout on the field? Training, <clears throat> excuse me, training staff going out there to the Charlotte defense. Now the striped shirt said, no, let's go, guys. So both teams back on the field, ready to go. So here we go, fourth down. The Gardner-Webb offense is on the field. Bulldogs on fourth down this year are 0 for 3. Charlotte has allowed two conversions and seven tries. We've got to go inside their 20. Over two. Beatty from the gun. Play clock is now down to 15. Game clock stopped at 10.09. And Gardner-Webb here may take a delay of game penalty and bring Carmonic, the punter, onto the field. Kind of maybe pin him a little deeper. And that will be the case. Little strategy going on right there. Yeah. I mean, and the way the game's playing out, the way your defense has been playing, I mean, it's not a bad call. Just kind of pin him inside. Uh, if, and now, you know, you definitely don't want to put this in the end zone, but if you can get it at least maybe inside the 15-yard line, I would that would be a successful punt. Boy, what a stop by the Charlotte defense after the low snap to the punter and the Bulldogs tackle him and start the 30 minus three yards I think on that there Alex I believe so yeah uh, uh, officially minus three yards now the left tackle for the Bulldogs backed out of his stance prior to the snap and the punt was away hit at the five and rolled into the end zone so we'll do it again false start against the Bulldogs well, that's not a bad penalty either. I mean, you know, you just, again, not a bad penalty right there. Backs you up a little bit further, gives you a little bit more room to punt. Well, kind of interesting there. There was not a safety back for Charlotte, but now with Gardner pushed back out near midfield four more yards, they're going to bring Artie Holmes, the punt returner, into the game to stand at the 10-yard line. Holmes averaging 
14 yards on five prior punt returns. Dogs lead by seven, but have to punt the ball back to Charlotte. Snap the Carmonic. One man rush. High fluttering kick. Holmes gets backed into. He's inside the 10. Gardner Webb has the ball. Bulldogs should have the ball at the six yard line, and we do. Good job by the red shirt that drove the blocker back into Holmes, who got discombobulated, never saw the football, and it made contact with him. And, and you can actually you can blame that on the blocker for stepping in front of his returner to try to stop that uh, to try to stop the Gardner defender from coming in, to stepping in, and he put himself in the bad position to be thrown back in into the returner's path. And you can just blame that on the 49ers and a great job by the Gardner-Webb uh, punt team. Second consecutive time on special team. Charlotte with a silver platter say, guys, here it is. Get you a two-touchdown lead. Can Gardner-Webb finally take a fork and pull something off that tray? First and goal, six-yard line left end zone. Beatty settling under center with a multiple tight end set. Blunt the back behind him. Snap here, a little bootleg to the far side right. Throws into the backside of the end zone. Going for Seth Cranfield. Let him too far incomplete. And he never got his feet set. He was running the whole time. He had pressure coming into his face. And he tried to throw the ball as best he could, but he never had a chance to set his feet. Boy, you got to wonder, Ben, the difference here between a field goal and a touchdown. I think the touchdown... The way your defense is played might just be the death nail here. I, I a think field so. goal, and there's still a pulse for Charlotte. Well, it, well, I think just having to even worry about kicking a field goal is bothering me as a Garden Web fan. I, I, want, I need a touchdown on the board just to you know, make me feel better as far as you know, what, what's coming uh, down the road. Back to the spread set. Beatty from the shotgun. He gets the snap, looking to throw. Phil, but crashed in on and tackled at the five-yard line. Little tight end drag, picks up two, third and goal from the five-yard line. Now, uh, Fabian, if you don't get in, if ben. you do not score a touchdown on this next play, do you, I mean, you sh- you're supposed to bring your kicker out and kick a field goal. All right? I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, I'm assuming he's going to make that call again as he did to end the uh, first half. Now, ben, everybody knows their place. Alex yeah. does scoring drives and <laughs> I'm strategizing. I'm trying to figure McCray out. And I, I feel for him. I feel for him right now. He said, I don't want him to be in that. Third and goal. Left yard line. It's an empty backfield now for Beatty. Gets the snap. Fakes the pass. Quarterback keeper up the middle, and they read it perfectly. Tackled down at the four-yard line. The inside blitz for the inside linebacker, Carrington King. And the Bulldogs will have to settle for a chip shot field goal. But the good news is this is from just about straight away and from extra point distance. Oh, but, man, that was very close. That was very close because it was just the one player, and he got on the very edge of Beatty as he went in. I thought that was a good call right there, but just a good play by, by uh, King. Schumacher from 21 yards away, just about straight away. Nat Dunlap is the holder. Lake Hollifield is the backdrop. There's a snap to placement. The kick is up, and it's good. And the Bulldogs with a 10-point lead with 8.25 remaining in regulation at 27-17. So, nice job by Schumacher, who has two kicks today. That little bit of extra breathing room does make you feel better, but defensively you have to come back in and just and, and do what you've been doing. Make your tackles uh, going down. Uh, you have to make all of your tackles. Make, make Charlotte 49ers take another snap. Do not give them anything big. If they score on this next drive, that is fine, but just make them take as many steps as possible. Take as clock as they can. 
Let's talk about this Bulldog defense. And we've gone into conversations like that again this year. Charlotte has 17 points on the scoreboard, but let me remind you that one of those touchdowns coming on a pick six. So a 49er offense that averages nearly 500 yards is averaging 37 points a game. Right now has been held to 321 yards and has 10 points. Yeah, I mean, the defense is doing what they've been uh, called to do. I mean, they're, 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 they're stopping what the 49ers want to do, long balls, uh, quick scores. Uh, looking at O.J. Mal's stats, uh, he has 11 total tackles, uh, five of which are solo. But also looking at Gardner-Webb's stats, there are zero sacks on these stats. And, as, as again, we run out of time, the 49ers start throwing the ball more. We've noticed that we haven't got a lot of pressure to the quarterback tonight, and that's something we're going to need to have you know, when the 49ers are trying to get down the field quickly. Going to let Alex give the numbers on that uh, long scoring drive there. Uh, four play drive. Uh, but it's. And the other part about it is Charlotte, you still, still feel fortunate enough to be in a 10 point game because you have now given Gardner Webb on the running Bulldogs' last two possessions, starting drive points at the 30 and at the six yard line. And so far, you're only three, four, three more points behind after that. I know that you have to again. You, you know, you're you're lucky to to be a 49er and only down by 10 after after what you've just given up right there. So 8:25 remaining in regulation. The second and final matchup in the foreseeable future between these two programs, unless, as we mentioned earlier, Charlotte decides to uh, invite us up there and. Uh, Give us a little bit of uh, money, so to speak, in the future with their move up to CUSA. And I, I'm kind of hoping they do continue. I kind of hoping they do it. This is a good matchup, and it probably will be for a few years, uh, continue to be for a few years because Gardner-Webb is playing with them. Uh, you can definitely see there's some rivalry and intensity there. Twin safeties back deep to our left, including Merrill Alexander, who's lined up over here on the near sideline. He is there. Return threat, Gregory with the run up and he puts foot the leather high, driving end over end kick, backing up Alexander inside the five. He fumbles around inside the five and recovers a return out to the far left side. Ivan Toomer, the corner makes one hit and then Jeffrey Pegues in support makes the final stop out near the 26 yard line. So a nice job by Pegues, the open field from Mallard Creek and Charlotte who had a fumble recovery last week. And Toomer being on the kickoff team, you, you, we call out a lot of starting defensive players on our kickoff team. And that's because uh, the coaches know the importance of the kickoff team. They need so you want to put your best athletes as many as you can on the kickoff team and, uh, and try to make that a solid unit. Bulldogs go with a cover two. Charlotte from its 26-yard line. Johnson gets the snap. Everybody into the pass pattern. He's pressured front side, sidesteps near sideline, throws it up for grabs. It's intercepted. Jonathan Sherrill intercepts the pass at midfield on the overthrow. Got the quarterback to move out of the pocket. Again, not a sack, but you got pressure on the quarterback, made him move out of the pocket, make a bad throw going downfield. Haven't seen him have to move out of the pocket much tonight to throw the ball, but you see what happens when you can create that opportunity. Two interceptions today for the guard. Defense, and that's now numbers eight and nine for a Bulldog team that we mentioned earlier. Sixth in interceptions coming in, 
and 17th in the country in forced turnovers. We've now forced 12 on a year. Now Beatty from the shotgun on a sudden change of possession. Gets a snap. Conservative handoff to uh, J.J. Hubbard trying to work behind left guard. And he got gobbled up the line of scrimmage by the end, James Middleton. They'll actually give J.J. a gain of one, and there's a flag down in the pile as well. And that kind of came in late towards that run, almost towards the end of the tackle. I'm not sure if that's going to be a holding call or what. Going against Charlotte. All right. As I see from our referee, Riley Johnson, who leads up this Atlantic Coast Conference officiating crew. And we're going to get a personal foul, so that's going to give us the ball down at the 34-yard line of the old dead ball variety, Benjamin. <laughs> that's nice. You know, in penalties, if you look of the penalty stats that we talked about earlier, New Garner of not having a lot of penalties on the year. But then look at the penalties that Charlotte has had tonight. Nine penalties for 75 yards. Ten penalties now, excuse me. As you update for that, 90. 90 yards. And remember, they had a couple of crucial penalties in the red zone back in the first half. So first and ten for Gardner-Webb up by ten. We scrimmage to the Charlotte 34-yard line. Lucas from the shotgun. Gets the snap, handoff, fly sweep. Willie Jackson to fourth, trying to turn the corner far side. And now Cook's going to get called for a hold on the perimeter as Jackson gets down to the 31-yard line. They're going to get 19 in the red for a fistful of jersey. Happened right in front of the headlinesman. Yeah, and that's going to make it about a first and Oh, nine. excuse me. Personal foul. Sorry, Ben. Chop block against Gardner-Webb. My apologies to Kenny Cook. Yeah, So the old block. Oh, you offensive lineman. <laughs> so here we go again. Gardner-Webb has great field position. You get the 15-yard penalty on the first snap here, and now you get called for the chop block, so that takes you back out to just about your original line of scrimmage. 7.35 to go. Gardner-Webb leads by 10, and the game clock is in motion. Which is the best part of this, is that the game clock has been in motion this entire time. Split back said Mike Estes, the tight end of the far side right of Beatty. There's a snap. Four-man rush. Beatty looking left, not there. Backside screen right, deflected at the line of scrimmage. And incomplete by the outside linebacker, Jalen Holt. <clears throat> One thing Beatty has gotten out of, we've seen maybe the last two or three possessions that we noticed at the beginning of the game was his quick release, was getting the ball in his hands, and looking and just quick releasing, knowing exactly where his target was, knowing exactly where he's going. He's going back to more of a reading type, looking around the field, taking too much time, which is what's been the problem uh, for him getting in trouble lately. 27 of 42 is Beatty for 330 yards, a touchdown and a pick six off a of deflection. Snap, handoff, draw play, trying to go right up the middle, but they make the tackle back at the 50-yard line, the nose guard in Larry Ogunjobi. Boy, he just reached up around the top of the chest area and slung the red shirt to the turf. J.J. Hubbard and J.J.'s not a real big guy to begin with. That's right. So third down and 20 for the Bulldogs. And, you know, we wanted, I mean, when this drive started, you kind of just wanted Gardner-Webb to get a couple first downs and run a lot of clock out. But now you're in a position of third and 25. It's kind of hard to, to, to figure out a play right here to run, to run as much clock out as you can. Yeah, you're right. Third down and over a quarter of the football field to go. Try to get what you can, stay in bounds, and run the clock. Beatty the snap. 
Five into the pass pattern, throws short middle, caught on the cross by Willie Jackson, the fourth, and he's down to the 40-yard line. Well shy of the first down, but that also picks you up 10 yards in field position, and the clock will continue to run. Yeah, and, and smart play to stay in bounds. I think it would also be smart for Gardner Webb right here to let the play clock run down. Go ahead and take the penalty. You're on the 40, back it up to the 45, and then make your punt. Boy, how fortunate does Charlotte have to feel now with Gardner Webb having started its last three drives at the 50 at the 49 or 30 at the Charlotte 6, and all that Gardner-Webb got out of those three possessions was a field goal. I know, and, and again, very fortunate to be in that position. Carmonica waiting to snap. He awaits at the Gardner-Webb 45-yard line, a punt that will travel right to left. There's a snap. Here comes the rush, and he gets a kick away, end over end. Charlotte stays away from this one, hits the four-yard line. Gardner-Webb able to keep it back out at the five, and we down the football there. Now you're in a desperate time kind of frame right here for the 49ers. They're in a two-possession game with five minutes and 37 seconds left. So they've got to get the field and they've got to quickly because you don't know how much time you're going to have or if you're going to have much time at all on the second possession. I'm going to give Alex a little assignment here because we have a media on the field. Gardner-Webb in its last three possessions, the yardage that the Bulldogs have, starting at the 50, the 30, and the six-yard line, as we have a media timeout with 537 remaining in regulation, Bulldogs by 10. Alex? Zero. Zero yards on those three possessions. On those three possessions. Wow. You had uh, that last drive, 10 yards. Uh, The drive before that, three yards. And then the drive before that, negative 13. Mm. That's why you've got to play defense. <laughs> that is. <clears throat> and, again, defense being the – I think the defense has been the game today for both teams. I mean, we've talked about uh, the 49er offense just being kind of potent and being able to go up and down the field, and Gardner-Webb's defense has stepped up and done its job. 49er defense being in the tough positions they've been in all night and, and holding Gardner-Webb in, in those last three possessions, the three – I mean, it's been a defensive game today as opposed to last year being an offensive football game. And we thought we were going to have an offensive shootout at the end of the first 15 minutes. But right now, the Gardner-Webb defense has held Charlotte to 2 of 13 on third downs. We have forced two turnovers, or rather three turnovers today. A couple of picks and a fumble. Um, At the same time, the Charlotte offense, which put 41 points on the board last week, comes in averaging 37, has been limited to just two scores. That's 10 points, touchdown and a field goal. Despite all the injuries that we've had on the defensive side of the ball, you start out, you play the first half without Stephen Cristobal of the safety. Your mind is two of the best linebackers in the league in Chad Jeter and Tanner Birch, and yet somehow you still find a way to slow down opposing offenses. Last week you took on the triple option, did a good job against the pass, and on the dive, you just lost contain on a couple of pitches, which was the undoing last week. But, again, you miss a couple field goals that were snapped from inside the 20 last week. Maybe a little different. Yeah, and I think that says a lot about the, uh, the defensive mind frame or the defensive scheme that Gardner-Webb runs. They're able to put multiple uh, different people in, and it works. And so it, it, the coaches are doing a great job. They're watching a lot of film. It's
levied out there. <laughs> and, I, and it was kind of surprising to me for them to go to the run all already so early right now with so, much, uh, so little time left. Bulldogs four at the line of scrimmage, three down linemen and a walk-up linebacker. Second down and nine. Johnson looks to throw inside the five. The pocket is collapsed and he's going down. Sacked back at a two-yard line. And Amada Mandante Gould. Gordon, the freshman from Buford, Georgia. And I think that's what you could call a covered sack. That was great coverage by the Gardner-Webb secondary. Gave the line time to collapse that pocket. Johnson had nowhere to go. So here we go, and again, we're going to see Gardner-Webb with that unique fan out defensively with the linebackers, corners, and the safeties. Third down and 12. First sack of the day for the Gardner-Webb defense. Aaron Cook becomes a rushing defensive end at the top of the defense right here to give extra speed to get back to the quarterback. Charlotte has to get the ball out across its 15-yard line. Johnson standing in the end zone, will await the snap, gets the ball, looks to throw, pressure front side, the ball gets hit on the throw by Jabri Regan, the end, and the pass is incomplete. Got his hand up so the quarterback couldn't follow through with his pass. Great job, Gardner-Webb defense right there. And that was huge. I mean, was, you kind of look at the time that's left, and you're, you're running out. And now you take a look at the flags at the opposite end zone to which Charlotte's going to punt now, and the 49ers have the gusting wind at their back. But the issue here is the punt. Can Gardner-Webb possibly block it, or do we peel back? Arthur Hunt, the ponder, with his heels near the back line. Low snap, and he gets the punt away. Gardner-Webb peels back, sets up the return. A fluttering kick taken by uh, Jacob Henderson at the Charlotte 47-yard line. Sprints up the field, does what he should do, and gets tackled at the Charlotte 39-yard line. So instead of going sideline to sideline, Henderson does the heads-up thing, makes the catch, and heads straight up the field. That was a smart play and a good job by the punt team. Kind of played safe. You had two back deep just in case something weird happened with the uh, punt in the air. You had a safety guy back. Got as many yards as you can. So, in order of the last four possessions for Gardner-Webb, we have had drive starts to Charlotte 30, the 6, the 50, and now the 49er 39-yard line. We lead by 10 with 4-12 to go. Beatty from the shotgun gets the snap. Going to hand it off to Juwan Blunt, trying to work left side and caught from the backside, tackled for a loss in the backfield by the nose guard in Ogunjobi. I'm still trying to figure out why Gardner-Webb has consistently tried to run to the left when they've had success running Blunt to the right. I don't know if something's going on or maybe they're seeing something that we're, you know, we're not seeing up here. But And I know it's kind of easy to say, hey, why don't you run the ball to the right? But pulling McConnell around, running your zone to the right, running off to the right side, had more success getting yards off the right side of the offensive line. 4.03 left, but that did force Charlotte to burn a timeout. So the 49ers have two remaining. Some of the numbers from the ball game, Gardner-Webb 422 yards of offense, Charlotte 337. Charlotte's been more of the balance between the two teams. 162 by land, 175 through the air. Gardner-Webb 82 rush yards. 340 passing. And the Bulldogs have possessed the ball for nearly 10 more minutes than has Charlotte. And yet it's only a two-score game. Beatty from the shotgun. Charlotte three wide up front, a deep cover two. Play clock down to 14. Gardner-Webb's going to check out of what the original play call was. Two wide receivers each side for Lucas Beatty. Had a great game today. Of course, uh, Beatty... The senior from Charlotte in Olympic gets the snap, throws dump pass near side left fat, caught by Seth Cranfield, and Norman, the corner, pushes him out of bounds at the 38-yard line. 
And this will bring up a third down and nine for Gardner-Webb, and the clock is stopped because Cranville was nudged out of bounds. Yeah, and that's what you don't want to happen in situations like this. You, you, it's okay to get the pass. It's okay to pass the ball. You just got to make sure you stay in bounds with, uh, with this much time still left on the clock. Would have been nice to see another timeout. And now the clock is put back in motion, so here we go. Kind of interesting, though, because we had some time that we could have used on the play clock, too. It started before the game clock. Beatty from the shotgun. Third down, we've got to go inside the 49 or 29. Beatty gets a snap, looking near side the whole time. Floats a pass to the left flat, caught by Deontay Swinnon in traffic, but wrapped up shy of the first down as he got to the 33-yard line. See where they're not this forces Charlotte to burn a timeout here as 35 on the play clock and 318 on the game clock. And Gardner-Webb's just using what the 49ers are giving them. They're giving them a, the receivers an eight to, eight to nine-yard cushion before the ball is even snapped. And what Beatty has to be careful of is not to be baited up on the next time this happens and then step into the pass. Offense stays on the field on a fourth down and four. 14 now, 12 on a play, 2.55 game clock. See what Gardner-Webb on a fourth down and four. Go with a hard count. Nope. Going to take the delay a game penalty here once again as the clock goes to zero and the back judge and Barry Handon throws the flag. And now you kind of get into the, the whole chest, uh, the chess game of the time of possession, where we want the ball, where we're going, when we're going to punt the ball, how much time is left, and it just becomes a chess game right now. And it, is, it gets boring and it gets frustrating when you start to see this game, but you have to realize that Gardner-Webb has a plan to finish this game out. Alex, you can surf this live stat page better than I can. How about Kermonic and maybe his punts inside the red zone today? Overall, his average may not look that good, but he has done a good job in pinning Charlotte deep in its territory on punts. Five punts, 181 yards uh, so far, and four of those inside the 20. So he's going to try for a fifth here. Here's the snap, and it's a high kick into the air. They'll stay away from this one. We try to go into the end zone, catch it on the fly, and swat it back out, but an ill fated attempt. So Charlotte will take over to its 20 yard line with 2.34 to play. 49ers have two timeouts remaining. And down by 10. And again, it's okay if the 49ers score on this possession, in my opinion. It's just that Gardner-Webb has to make them take as many snaps as possible. Nothing big. No big plays right here. If they make a catch, make the tackle. If they get the run, tackle as because they can. And make them take more snaps. Just nothing big and nothing quick. Well, Charlotte had 275 yards of offense at the intermission. For the game now, 337 as Johnson takes a snap. He's pressured, dances, waltzes, weaves, fires a deep pass down the left sideline. Open is Austin Duke who makes the catch and a tuck and run for a touchdown. 80 yards, lightning strikes for the 49ers. And they get as many yards on that play as they had the entire second half, if not more. And that's exactly what we were talking about. They the coverage got lazy towards the end as the quarterback stepped up and all, uh, Duke was able to get out uh, out of the uh, coverage and get in for the touchdown. 62 yards the entire second half prior to that play. Wow. That goes for 80. And now the huge point after try to pull the 49ers to within a field goal. The snap, the kick at the south end zone is up and good. So with 221 remaining in regulation, the 49ers get to within three at 27 24. 
Lower score than what we had last year, but still a white-knuckle affair. And that's, that's what's so frustrating about this game. I mean, last year, I mean, I was we were sitting up here, we were confident. This game, you know, we had this in hand. Everything's going uh, Gardner-Webb's way. And the same way you sit right here, you have 2.30 left. You're up by 10. Hey, make a couple stops, and the game's over with. But the very first play was 2.30 to go, and they score a touchdown, an 80-yard strike. To, to, to make it <laughs> a three-point three game. My goodness. And if this thing comes out the wrong way, we're going to look back at just missed opportunities here in the second half when you have four drives that you started from the 50-yard line or closer and got three points out of all those possessions. And I'm sure, yeah, that's exactly what Gardner will be kicking themselves about if this turns out the wrong way. And now you have to come out and play a, a kickoff but you're really not sure how it's going to come. You know, you kick it. there's plenty of time for them to kick it deep, make a stop, and make a score. Because you just saw that they could score in six seconds. Charlotte here may just go for the jugular and try to go for the onside kick here. Because remember, with the timing rules in college football, even though Charlotte has two timeouts remaining, well, you're not going to get that many snaps. Gardner-Webb, if we get a first down, could run out the clock. And they're going to go with an onside kick to the far side, get the high hop. It ricochets out of a couple of red shirts, but Gardner-Webb has the ball. So Gardner-Webb pounces on top of the ball, all the crashing and players, and it's Kenny Cook that gets the kickoff on the onside kick attempt, and Gardner-Webb will scrimmage at the Charlotte 48-yard line. Hey, that's tough. I don't, I don't know if you've – when we coached uh, – onside kicks it is tough that front wall because someone's going to get lit up because the kickoff team is taught to knock that first group out and then try to make a play on the ball and it's tough to stand in there on that and take the hit and then try to get the ball so with 218 to go Gardner Webb the football starting at another drive in Charlotte territory the fifth such of here in the fourth quarter Beatty from the shotgun three-man front snap handoff Juwan Blunt Try to work behind a right guard, and he goes nowhere. They make the tackle and trying to strip the ball. It's the nose guard again, and Oga Joby. And Charlotte burns one of its two remaining timeouts. Second down, about 10 and a half coming up with 2.13 to play. You know, we, you've talked about Oga Joby. We've seen him really show up a lot, especially here lately in the second half. We've called his name out. And looking at his tackles, it's seven tackles, four solos, and one sack, four tackle for losses, and one quarterback hurry. I mean, it's just he's a very dominant force in the middle of that 49er defensive front. And again, one first down here pretty much does it for the Bulldogs. Charlotte's got one timeout remaining. White knuckle time here. My goodness. Charlotte, if you're just tuning in, Gardner Webb has controlled things here in the second half. Limited Charlotte to 82 yards. And then Charlotte, all of a sudden, first play previous series, gets an 80 yard touchdown pass. And if 49ers have been what they've been all game, the middle of the field should be open if you want to pass. Now, you see the linebackers playing kind of tight right now, but they've been giving the middle of the field to Gordon Webb all day. Teams at the line of scrimmage, ready to go. Four up at the line for Charlotte. Beatty gets the snap, looks to throw. Pressured off the edges, stands calm, dumps a pass underneath. This is caught by Juwan Blunt in traffic, and he's tackled at the Charlotte 42-yard line. About four yards shy of the first down and see if the 49ers decide to take their final timeout. 35 on the play clock, 157 on the game clock. It's a 40-second clock after the completion of a play. 
Fabian, this is really nerve-wracking. <laughs> Very nervous. But, hey, good job by Blunt right there. Typical NFL kind of dump route. He's, nothing's coming. He steps up, takes the ball over the middle. We're 6 of 16 on third downs. Third down and healthy four. We've got to go inside the Charlotte 38-yard line. Luke is from the shotgun. We have 10 seconds remaining on the play clock. Two wide receivers at the each side of the formation. The play clock is now down to five. The game clock at 125. The crowd here getting a little anxious, and Gardner-Webb's going to call a timeout here with 123 to go. Wow. <laughs> what else do you want to cram in the last two and a half minutes of a football game? Well, let's see. we got a touchdown. we got two and a half to go. we got got to get a first down. Alex, if you would not mind, recap the starting drive point for points for Gardner-Webb here in the fourth quarter and the yardage that we have put together on those drives. Uh, started at the Charlotte 43, uh, negative 13 yards. Started at the Charlotte uh, six-yard line, only got three yards out of it. And a field goal. And a field goal. Uh, started at the Charlotte 40, 10 yards out of it. Uh, started at the Charlotte 38, one yard out of it. And then this drive so far started at the 42, and we are uh, sitting at the 42 right now. So so far, I've mixed up six yards on this possession. So here we go. Gardner-Webb, third down. Got to go inside the Charlotte 38-yard line. Mike Estes, a tight end, comes back into the lineup. He'll line up as an outside wide receiver to the right side of the Charlotte. They walk a linebacker up against the left offensive tackle. Snap the bait. He looks to throw. Fires underneath. Catch made. First down. Seth Cranfield. Down at the 36-yard line. First down for the Bulldogs. And Seth Cranfield out of Cheryl's Ford with a huge catch and a huge throw by Lucas. He knew where he was a field. He got past the first down marker, caught it, and sat. He knew exactly where he was and what he had to do. Is there a flag on the field? The linesman is in talking with our white hat right now. I don't see a flag. Over here on the near sideline, the play clock is in motion down to 14. The game clock is stopped with 121 to go. I, and I don't see any of the coaches really upset or talking about anything either, that they've done something wrong or that something wrong has happened. Perhaps we're talking about the time on the clock maybe. I don't think the officials, Mike, has worked most of the day. Carol McRae over here on the near sideline. Everybody just kind of milling around right now. I have no clue as to what's going on out on the field. Field judge is over here on the near sideline as well, and James Visengardi. And now our white hat in Riley Johnson is coming over here to the near sideline to talk with Kevin Jones, who was the athletic trainer, and perhaps it may be a timing issue. Well, they've gone from 121 to 116 on the game clock. We do know that much. Gardner-Webb gets a first down. Well, here's the deal. 40-second play clock at the end of plays. Charlotte can only stop the clock once. So all intents and purposes, Gardner-Webb hangs onto the ball, and we win the football game. That's all there is to it. Well, there you go. I mean, plain and simple, and now the, hey, the clock, clock started. Is- from 115. And I think Charlotte knows it too. They're not worried about this timeout. I think everyone's just, we're in victory formation. Wow. What a win here for the Bulldogs. Charlotte can stop the clock once. We're under a minute to go. Bulldogs lead by three. Beatty under center. 
Snap goes to a knee. Charlotte can stop the clock once. And the clock continues to run. And perhaps Charlotte's not going to call a timeout. They will not. Well, the series gets evened up. The home team wins one apiece. And the Bulldogs will go to 3-3 three and three overall. 3-0 three and oh here at the friendly confines of Spangler Stadium. Win for an 11th time in the last 13 home games going into an off week. And it makes going into an off week a lot better on the heels of a win versus the other. And especially this kind of win versus a good 49er team and splitting the and splitting the series one-to-one. Beatty takes a snap, drops to a knee in the final seconds, winding off the clock. What a homecoming 2014 it's been here at Gardner-Webb. Down to three seconds. And Gardner-Webb has defeated the 49ers of Charlotte 27 to 14. Back to Coach Norman Harris Field at Spangler Stadium for the Bulldogs post-game show after these messages at wgwg.org. 